Welcome to the Epic Fails Podcast, Finding Redemption in Our Stories. I'm your host, Brittany Rust, and today we have two guests on the show that are near and dear to my heart. In fact, they're some of my favorite people in the whole world, and I think you'll like them as well once you get to know them. Today we are going to hear from Zach and Kelsey Garrett. Now, Zach is my younger brother, and he is honestly one of my best friends in the entire world. We used to drive around singing Taylor Swift and living in a constant state of laughing. His rock bottom overlapped with mine, actually, which you heard in episode one, and we went through a lot together. Kelsey is his bride and my sister in love. I use that term of endearment because I seriously love her like she's my own sister. She's definitely the better half of the two, and I couldn't imagine a better fit in our family. They have two kids who I think are just some of the most incredible human beings in the world. Lily, who is three, and Lucas, who is just a couple months old. I'm a bit obsessed with them, and I take my responsibility as an aunt very, very seriously. Zach and Kelsey have an incredible story of redemption, and it's honestly a story I think a lot of people are going to relate to. Um, You know, they were best friends in high school. They were sweethearts at a pretty young age. Um, And they found out that she was pregnant, actually, right before Zach was going to propose to her um, and broke up. And their story of redemption is incredible, how God just wove a beautiful tapestry together from the broken and shattered pieces of the aftermath of that um, failure, that epic fail. But I'm going to let them share their story and we're going to jump right into it. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. How are you guys doing? You have a new uh, son to the family. How's that going? It's good. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> a lot of fun. He's a big, big boy. Yeah. Came out weighing how much? Uh, 10, 7. 10 pounds, 7 yeah. ounces. Yeah, big boy. Wow. Football player. <laughs> for sure. Well, thank you for joining us today and being willing to share your story of redemption with um, our listeners. So, um, yeah, we're going to jump into your story, and we're just praying that God uses that to hopefully minister to someone out there who maybe is going through a similar situation or experiencing some similar emotions. All right, let's do it. <laughs> okay, Zach. Share with the audience a little bit about your upbringing and perhaps what led you to Christ. Okay. Yeah, I grew up in the Midwest. I uh, came from a really good home. Great, awesome, supportive parents. Um, uh, good middle class family home. Uh, good school. You know, good siblings. You know, everything was good for me. Um, really just lived a normal life. Didn't grow up a Christian. Um, got saved in high school, but before that just kind of did my own thing. Wasn't really, wasn't really a real bad kid. Didn't do like drugs and, you know, drank a little bit, but nothing too crazy. Um, it's pretty normal, good upbringing and, uh, just started dating Kelsey and that's when things got a little crazy from there, but, um, everything was really good. It was good upbringing. So. Yeah. So what would you say kind of led you to, um, a relationship with Christ? 
Um, you know, for me, it wasn't one of those dramatic uh, moments of salvation that a lot of people have. Uh, for me, it's just kind of, I've been going to a church, um, a smaller church in Ozark for a while. And um, it's just, you know, I was kind of there just to be with friends and to hang out. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't really there for God. And uh, yeah, just, I don't know if it was a specific sermon or just, you know, a moment, but I just remember laying in my bed and just realizing my need for Christ. And um, I just lay there and prayed um, accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior and um, just decided that I needed to change in my life because, you know, like I said, a lot of things were good, but there was still that emptiness inside of me. And I realized that that was, I needed, I needed God. Hmm. And that was the moment I decided I needed to change and I accepted Christ. Wow. So that emptiness kind of led you to feeling like you needed and knowing you needed more in your life. Yeah. 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 Uh, Kelsey, what about you? Uh, well, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, my parents are strong Christians. Their parents are Christians. <laughs> um, so Christian home, pretty s- simple Christian type life. Just always went to church and church camp. And I loved going to camps and attending church. So I think I probably got saved when I was six in kids' church. <laughs> so I've pretty much been you know, serving Christ my whole life. Yeah. So a little bit different stories and backgrounds, but um, you guys ended up connecting in high school, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Zach, tell me a bit about how and when you and Kelsey first met. Well, uh, we didn't go to the same church, but I did work at the church that she attended at James River. And um, I'd worked with a guy there who was a life group leader and I was interested in starting my own uh, small group at my church. Um, and so I kind of went to him about that to get some ideas from him. And he actually invited me to check out his small group to kind of get some ideas. And uh, I attended there. And I remember walking down to the basement that first night and just seeing Kelsey cross the room. And um, that's when I met her is through small group. And then we uh, got to know each other through um, a spring retreats. Um, it's a little retreat thing at camp and we just became friends through that and it just developed from there. Yeah. You guys were friends for pretty good friends for a while, correct? Yeah. Yeah. A few years. I was 15 when we first met and became friends. You were 17. Yeah. 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 Kelsey, what do you, what do you remember of that time and what did you really think of Zach? Well, he had to kind of remind me of the first time we met. I remember like him being there. Um, so we met at Life Group, and then uh, at retreat is when we really we were friends before that retreat, but we weren't real close. And then at that spring retreat, we became really close. And um, yeah, and then from then on, we just talked a lot and hung out a lot, just as friends. I never really. I was never really interested in him as anything more than a friend. In fact, I talked to him about the guys that I would be interested in. and Friend zoned. <laughs> right from... yeah. So if there's any testimony here, it's that you can get out of the friend zone. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> well, what would you say changed um, in your relationship to move from friendship to a romantic relationship? You want to take this one? <laughs> <laughs> um... 
I got a new cologne. <laughs> he actually liked me first, but I friend zoned him. So, um, he well, it was kind of funny because we hung out so much, and my dad was like, "Why don't you date Zach?" Just kind of joking, but serious, because my dad really liked Zach, and um. The first time my mom ever met Zach, she was like, ooh, he's so cute. Why don't you date him? And I was always like, no, I could never date him. That's gross. <laughs> mm, <laughs> We're yeah, too good gross. of friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and then he invited me to his baptism. He was getting baptized. I so I that. went. Yeah. Yeah, you were there. <laughs> so I went, and we spent the whole rest of the day together with a couple of his guy friends as well. Um, and just... I don't know, something just kind of sparked as the day went on in me that I was like, hmm, maybe I do have feelings for this guy. And it was, we just had a really good day. And then at the end of the night, me, Zach, and his friend, we were all laying outside under the stars. And Zach and I started having a tickle fight. <laughs> and oh. then his friend goes, wow, this is really awkward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's kind of how it started for me, just kind of probably because we have been such good friends for such a long time. He he went through a lot with me when I was having hard times. I would call him and I think just all that kind of led up to my feelings for him. And remind me, how old were you guys when you started dating? Uh, I was 18. He was 20, 21. You're 20. 20. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe talk about some of the dreams and goals you guys had for your relationship at the time when it started. Hmm. I think the ultimate goal was marriage. I think we were dating to get to know each other, to see if we were the ones we were meant to be together, to be married. Well, um, and when we went into dating, we really contemplated whether or not we wanted to date because we didn't want to ruin our friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... From what I can remember, we, you know, we, I think we took a couple of days to just kind of pray about it too, because we just really wanted to be sure. And so for me, it was, I, I mean, my dream from the time I can remember was to grow up and get married and to be a mom. So for me, I was like, you know, and it's funny because I always wondered if I would I would ask myself all the time, like, I wonder who I'm going to end up marrying. And I would always ask myself, I wonder if it's Zach. (laughs) (laughs) And so when this, when him and I talked about, you know, how we have feelings for each other, I was kind of like feeling like, I think this might be it. I was really young, but I, I just kind of felt like, like he was it. So, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure either. So when we agreed to date, I was kind of thinking, you know, this is probably it. And if it's not, that's really stinks because I'll lose a good friend. <laughs> yeah. And um, was it important for you guys to um, center that relationship around Christ? I mean, you talk about praying about the relationship. That was something that sounds like it was important for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was really important to us in the beginning. Yeah, started off with extremely good intentions. I mean, most of our relationship revolved around, you know, church and life group and Christ. Most of our conversations were in regards to God or 
stuff like that. So. Well, like she said, it started out with good intentions, um, but you know there was that physical attraction, and um, I guess the weakness of mine, come to find out, was the physical stuff. And um, just as we got closer and closer, and um, you know that, that that relationship really grew, and my feelings for her grew stronger. Um, I wanted that physical touch more and more, and it's you know started off with little things, and then. You know, before no, we just really fell into that sin, and and once you get into sin, it's really hard to get out. And um, we just got too deep, and what turned from you know innocent love turned into something a lot darker because um, we let that sin kind of become the center of our relationship, and we that, that focus from God shifted from God to um, that sin, mm-hmm. and we had sex, and and that just kept going on and on, and. That's kind of when it took a turn for the worse. Yeah. What do you think? Um, why do you think perhaps that turn, that focus turned from God to um, the physical? Um, it just, like I said, the feelings just grew. Um, and just, it was just a little compromise. So first it was holding hands and it was kissing and it was cuddling. And um, it never just happens in one big thing. You know, it's just, it's the little things that lead up to the big the big thing. So it was, you know, kissing, then more kissing, then more kissing, then cuddling on the couch, laying down. Um, and before you even realize how it happens, because, you know, just all these little steps happen. So you, you're not paying attention. And then before you know it, we, you know, we slept together. And that was kind of when you realize, oh, wow, that how this happened, how did it get to this point? You know, we were so committed to God early on, but we got complacent and we got so focused on each other. And that thing just slipped away from us before we could even realize that that happened. Yeah, sure. Um, and then Kelsey got pregnant, correct? Yeah, yeah. So we that stuff been going on for a while, and yeah, and then yeah, that happened. She got pregnant. And you actually found out she was pregnant like right before you were going to propose to her, correct? Yeah. So she, I think it was. Right around November, late November is when she conceived, and um, right around Christmas, right after Christmas, actually, I had planned, I got an engagement ring, and uh, planned on proposing to her, and that was actually right before we found out she's pregnant, so, yeah, right right before I proposed to her, we found out she was pregnant. And, um, but then you didn't end up proposing, what happened next? Yeah, I mean, once we found out she's pregnant, that kind of suddenly shifted our focus off the getting engaged, and suddenly the big deal was that wow, she's pregnant. You know, that's that's a surprise to us. So we told my parents um, first, and they were surprised. Um, I'm sure it hurt a little bit because it's not the way you want to see your kids have kids. Um, but they were very supportive of us. You know, they realized that. You know. Things happen, but what matters is how you respond to those things. Um, so they just wanted to see us love each other and get married and raise our daughter. Um, we didn't know it was a girl yet. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know she was a girl. We're not. Um, but so 
they, you know, I'm sure they were a little disappointed that it happened this way, but they were supportive and wanted to see it work out. Um, and then we told Kelsey's parents and, you know, my parents got prepared a little bit, I think, cause my brother had a kid, uh, <laughs> her parents were not prepared for it at all. Um, and you know, it's, it's different for them too, because it's, I think having a girl, you're more protective over her. Um, so I think it really just shocked her parents. Um, they took it a little bit harder than my parents did. And, um, that's, you know, it was just a lot of tension, a lot of really hard and awkward conversations. And, um, yeah, that's just, that's how it all played out. And so you guys ended up breaking, breaking up, correct? Yeah. Yeah. We just, there's just so much going on at the time and so much pain and so much confusion. And, you know, we had all these people around us, um, who also were hurt because, you know, they all thought we were, you know, we lied to everybody. Yeah. We lied to everybody about what was going on and everyone just felt hurt, betrayed and understandably so. And, um, just with all the chaos going on around us, it was just, you know, and then all the pressure of having a kid coming and, um, just everything going on, we just broke up. Yeah. So, um, you mentioned this, but your decision affected others, correct? So, um, yeah, you would say that sin doesn't just affect the person involved, but it affects the people around them. Yeah, that's correct. Mm-hmm. For sure. I remember, uh, when you told me and you were actually really nervous. Do you remember that at mom and dad's house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a very tough thing to say. But, um, I was there for you. I had your back. You were. <laughs> appreciated that. Um, so I know this is a little hard to, um, talk about these things, but maybe talk about when you and Kelsey broke up and there was that season where you guys weren't together. Maybe talk about how hard that was for you and what you were experiencing. Well, first, um, <laughs> It was a lot of pain. Um, uh, she was the one who actually broke up with me. But, you know, looking back, it was the right thing because we needed that space. But for me, there was a lot of desperation trying to get her back. Um, and, you know, I just I wasn't really turning to God. I was still just so focused on getting her back. And, you know, I wasn't the best version of myself. Um, and so I think by trying to do that, um, I just kind of pushed her away more. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't focusing on God, and that's what we needed to be doing. And um, so there was just, I think, a couple of months of that, just really focusing on my selfishness and focusing on just getting her back and just really turning away from God even more. Um, And then, you know, after that, I realized she wasn't coming back, and there's just all that pain. And I just, I hit rock bottom, and the only place to turn was to God. And it was a really hard, really hard season of my life. Um, but it was the best thing that could have happened because it allowed me to focus on God, allowed her to focus on God, um, get back to where we needed to be. Um, and just like God work in our lives and break away all the, the sin and just all the bad things in our lives to turn to him and to grow in Christ. Yeah. So here you were about to propose to her. And then the next thing you know, you guys were broken up and you did you think that you would ever get back together you know after a while i had hoped um especially a lot in the beginning i think later on i 
tried not to think about it because it was hard to think about it and try, it was hard to get my hope up because I think I always I know I always wanted to get back together with her but I tried not to look, think about it too much or let myself get hope in that because I didn't want to you know be let down in case it never came to pass mm-hmm. uh, but I always did want to get back together with her and that it always worked out but I also prayed that the Lord's will be done whether that is what was meant to happen or not yeah yeah for sure all right, so Kelsey, what do you, what do you remember from that time, and maybe focus on some of the emotions that you were going through? Well, like Zach said, when we had to tell my family, that was really hard because my whole entire family were all, you know, very very strong Christians. I grew up in a very strong, solid Christian household. Um, I told my parents, and then we called all you know, all the rest of my family to tell them. And I was really pleasantly surprised. They all said, you know, we all make mistakes. We all sin. And, you know, they were all there to support me. So that felt really good, but it also hurt because I know I hurt everybody. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was all just very, very, very painful. And then I loved Zach, but the place that we were in was just so dark and I honestly, I didn't want to break up with him. I really didn't. And then um, I just, one day I just felt like, you know, this isn't going to end well if we keep going the way that we're going. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I broke up with him and that was probably, that was one of the hardest things I had to do. And then after, after we broke up, um, we were still in, in some contact and, you know, like he said, he kept trying to get me back and I just really wanted space and all of that was just, it was so hard. Um, and I just, I was, and I also felt because we were in such a, a deep, dark place after we broke up, I cut, I cut off all contact and I felt, I felt so attacked by um, by like the devil and I even I couldn't sleep in my bed because I was so afraid because I was trying to come out of this really really dark hole so I couldn't I couldn't even sleep in my own bed so my dad slept in my bed and I slept with my mom in their bed <laughs> and um for probably for six weeks, I I hardly left the room except to get a bite to eat. And even then, I bar- barely ate anything because I was just hurting so bad. Yeah. And I just stayed in there. I prayed. I read my Bible. I listened to worship music. And, um, and that's when the attacks from the devil really started hitting me really hard. I would be asleep at night and I'd feel something jumping on the bed and I'd wake my mom up and I'd say, mom, do you feel that on bed? She'd say, no. And I'd be like, and so I'd get up and I'd feel around there wouldn't be anything on the bed, Mm -hmm. but yet I would feel like footsteps or crawling around on the bed Mm. and it would make me so fearful or I'd have nightmares and I'd wake up and sweating and shivering. Um, and so I, I was just being attacked really hard. As time went on, things got a little easier emotionally. Of course, while I was pregnant, I was so hormonal 
to begin with and emotional that it was all just really difficult and really hard. Um, and then after I had Lily, you know, after I had Lily, it was a little awkward at first. And then as we kind of built a relationship of like co-parenting with our daughter, um, it was all still, it was just awkward and hard because we had had such a good friendship and we had a good relationship for a little while and then it just turned into something so horrible. Um, so we, he worked at uh, the church that I attended and so I would always try to avoid him. He'd be trying to avoid me. <laughs> um so things things eventually started getting a little easier, but it was really difficult at at the beginning of that pregnancy and all that. Yeah, so um, you were pregnant, and you and Zach were not together throughout most of that. Was that hard, one, realizing that you were pregnant, and um, two, breaking up with Zach and then going through that season you weren't alone in your pregnancy. You had great family around you, but Zach wasn't necessarily around. Just was all of that kind of hard? Yeah, it was really hard. I probably at least once a week, I would just pray and cry to God that, that why can't we just be together? It would just be so much easier if we could just be together. Like, I love him. I want to be with him. Why can't we just, you know, be together? Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah, that was really, really difficult. So probably at least once a week I'd be crying and wondering why we can't just be together and it just be good. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So, Zach, Lily was born. Um, and from your perspective, how was that period of time when you um, had this beautiful daughter in your life now? It was incredible and it was crazy. And emotional because the first time I saw Kelsey um, in a really long time was the day I was seeing Lily for the first time. Um, so just walking into that house and having, you know, the woman I love um, and I haven't seen in a while, that alone is just so emotional and crazy. Yeah. But then getting to meet my daughter for the first time, which is crazy and emotional. So that whole day was just a, a dream and um, – but it was incredible holding her for the first time just felt so surreal. Um, she's so beautiful and there's just that, that unexplainable connection when you hold your daughter for the first time and having your <laughs> ex-girlfriend <laughs> in the couch next to you. So it was a very interesting season, but it, you know, getting to meet my daughter for the first time was one of the most incredible experiences of my life. Mm. Will you share with us um, during that season where you guys weren't together and you were growing and you were learning, will you share a little bit about what you learned um, about God in yourself? Yeah. Um, so like I said, after a few months of just the selfishness and trying to get her back was when I turned to God, realizing that, you know, I was broken and things were terrible and I hit rock bottom and I needed God. So I turned to God, um, and just really started getting to the Bible again. Um, got back into church, was attending church, got connected with some godly friends, um, people 
who would really pour into me and um, build me up and invest in me. Um, you know, my parents were very supportive and loved me through that. Um, you were there, um, my brothers, my family, friends. Um, I got a mentor, um, a guy who was an ex-pastor, um, and he just invested in me and, um, and just other people, ex-bosses, just people I worked with, um, just an incredible uh, community of people that God just placed in my life, people that had always been there, people who were new, people that were there. And, you know, I didn't really have a strong relationship initially, but, you know, God had the support system around me this whole time and just kind of um, just specialized people just to, you know, cuddle around me and invest and pour into me. And there's just, there's just so much love and so much wisdom. And it was just all that stuff just really built me up and encouraged me and, you know, and just helped me focus on God and continue to grow my relationship with him and, um, become what God wanted me to become. And as is an awesome experience to get to see, you know, all these pieces God had around me this whole time, him to use all that, to, you know, bring me up from the ashes and set my sights back on him. Yeah. Um, can you talk about maybe, did you learn anything about yourself? Um, you know, was there something that you learned looking back, like you had a struggle with um, boundaries or I, I don't know what that may have been for you, but did you learn something about yourself because of what had happened? Yeah, I learned um, that I really struggled with the physical stuff of relationships um, that I was, I don't want to say clingy, but really, not maybe a little clingy, let's be honest. <laughs> but. <laughs> But like, um, you know, just really Dependent. focusing on the person and not focusing on God yeah. um, and trying to fill, you know, fill my own loneliness and insecurities, not with God, but with somebody else. Yeah. And uh, that's what I learned looking back on that. And it was kind of hard and it took some real self-examination and some people being honest with me. But, you know, it was you know, when you first break up, you kind of blame the other person or you just blame situations or things. But looking back, you know, there was really a lot of blame I needed to place on myself and, um, and a lot of flaws that I needed to be examined and, um, things that need to be fixed and that can only be fixed through God and not through other people, um, or other things. So, you know, help me look back and see those things and get, you know, and give those things to God so that he can fix those things in my life. Kelsey, um, what would you say you learned about yourself and about God in, in that season for you? Hmm. A lot of things. <laughs> um, I had always, you know, grown up having a relationship with Christ and um, always thought I was doing the right thing. And um, so... And I also, I grew up and I had a lot of boyfriends <laughs> throughout the years and I never really, I never saw it as a bad thing. Um, then when all this stuff happened and I, I never did anything with any of my other boyfriends, you know, um, and then when all this happened with Zach, I, and we broke up, I took a lot of time to just examine myself and realize like, Maybe I was trying to fill a void that I didn't, I did not know was there, mm -hmm. um, with boyfriends or whatever. 
and I that I don't think I had as great of a relationship with Christ as I thought I had. And I was able to just really dig a lot deeper and find that relationship with Christ that I never really had. And through that, I also gained a better relationship with my dad. Me and my dad had always, we clashed a lot because we were so much alike. Hmm. And when all this happened, um, when I broke up with Zach, my dad was the one that was really there for me. I gained that relationship that stronger relationship with my dad and um, I became a stronger person, independent person um, in myself and in Christ, especially, you know, being a single mom for a period of time. I mean, that can really whip you into shape. (laughs) So. Yeah. So what started changing for you to kind of open up exploring a relationship with Zach again? I don't know. We just kind of were trying to work out a parenting plan. And um, I, I, as we were co-parenting with Lily, I watched him go from the person he was when we broke up to and evolve into a different kind of person that I really enjoyed seeing kind of like the person that I was originally friends with, but even more so he's even more so of a, godly man than he ever was before and um he would always invite me to go do stuff with him and lily sometimes i'd say yes and sometimes i'd say no just because i didn't want to see him (laughs) um and then just so when i would when i would go and hang out with him i'd i'd always have a wall up but he'd always you know without maybe he knew but without him knowing i'd you know, kind of start lowering that wall. And um, about two, so we found out at Christmas time that I was pregnant. And around the same time, two years later, I started having these feelings for him, which I, for probably about three months before that, I kind of started having feelings for him, but I didn't feel like it was right. No, it's probably a year where I was kind of thought I had feelings for him, but then I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> and so, but at Christmas time, two years later, um, I just really had these feelings, these really strong feelings for him again. But this time they were a little different because when we had a kid together and two, I just saw, saw him grow so much more in Christ. And, um, we were going to meet for mediation to finalize our, uh, what was it, parenting plan, mm-hmm. visitation, all that kind of stuff. And I, I remember telling my mom, I said, I think I'm going to call Zach and ask if he wants to meet a little early. And my mind thinking, I just want some time with just us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, okay. So we met, was it like 30 minutes before the appointment? It was like an hour. An hour before the appointment. And I just, I had like the butterflies and I was all giddy to see him. And it was really weird because I hadn't really, every time I had felt like that before, I was like, no, this is, you know, not, this is not right. But this time I was like, no, I really have these feelings for him. So we met with the mediator and we were sitting down doing the appointment with her. And I just kept having these feelings and she goes, 
the mediator lady goes, I think you guys will get married. And initially I was like, what? And she's like, well, no, not to each other. But Zach and I kind of looked at each other and grinned and laughed a little bit. And then afterwards we went to leave. Did we go? Oh, yeah. And he went to take me back to my car and I led him around the long way just so I could stay in the car with him a little longer. <laughs> and when he didn't ask me to hang out with him afterwards, I was really sad. So then I texted him later. I don't even know what I said, but I texted him later. And then the next day he had um, visitation with Lily. So I... Okay, so he, yeah, so I ended up going over there and hanging out with him for, like, several hours, and we had, we watched a movie and had cookies and played catchphrase with his family and, well, his parents and I think Seth maybe was Seth mm-hmm. there, mm-hmm. and um, and that's what we did when we dated the first time, and it was always so much fun. We always played catchphrase and um watch movies and eat cookies that was like that was kind of our thing we love our cookies so um we did that and i was probably i was supposed to leave at like six o'clock and i was there till nine um and i went home and those feelings weren't going away they were staying there so did you call me we were texting Uh, for a little bit we texted and then i said something like what's really going on oh yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) and and I told him, I said, it would be too hard to explain over tech. So he called and, yeah. Talked like four in the morning. Yeah, we talked for wow. six hours. <laughs> well, and you're married now. So um, what was that day like for you guys? When we got married? Yeah. It was incredible. <laughs> it was like it was like a culmination of like everything got it done for years, you know, and yeah, to have all the people who supported us through those years and all the you know all the hardship and pain to kind of come together in a big celebration, you know, of what God did. You know, we we celebrated you know us getting married, but also celebrated God and what He had done um, and us. continues to yeah. do with us in our marriage and bringing us back together, not only as a couple, but as a family with our daughter. Um, and just seeing my daughter walk down the aisle towards me and then my wife uh, following her was just probably the most emotional moment of my life. I wasn't your wife yet. You weren't yet, but you were in my head. <laughs> <Any minute. laughs> so it was, it was just one big celebration. It just, it's something that sticks with me for the rest of my life and the rest of our life. And it was just incredible, incredible day. I would agree. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you said that it was like a culmination of all that God had done in your life. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was. I mean, all, you know, from the time we were friends and then all that we went through for those two years to come around and see the, the product of what, you know, what God had made. And yeah, it was amazing. And not just that, but I got to marry the man of my dreams. So that was pretty good, too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Um, 
So although you guys went through the pain and the hardship of that season, were there any lessons or anything that happened that looking back made the season worthwhile in order to grow? Yeah, I mean, everything just, you know, looking back and seeing our flaws and, you know, giving those to God and allowing him to fix those things in us, um, to seeing all the incredible people um, he put in our lives to support us and people that we can now still turn to um, for encouragement and just prayer and um, just a lot. You know, our marriage is so much better than what it could have been had we just gotten married right when all that stuff happened. Um, so, you know, we don't know what would happen, but I can promise you that, you know, we're a lot better now married than what we would have been had we just gotten married. Um, yeah, right, right away. So, uh, we have an awesome marriage and listening to God was the best thing we could have done. And it's a reminder of that, you know, whatever happens, no matter how bad things get, you know, we can always turn to God and, the people around us for support and no matter how bad things are, you know, it's going to be okay because he took the worst of the situation and turned it into the most beautiful thing. Mm. And so that continues to encourage us today and for the rest of our lives. Yeah. You know, a lot of people, uh, and maybe somebody listening right now, they are going through something hard and they just want to rush through it, you know, or they want God to just take it away. But having been through that, you would say that there's value in wading through the season. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it was so hard and, you know, every single day I just wanted it to be fixed and for the pain to be taken away. Um, But, you know, thankfully God didn't just take it away and didn't just make it, make it all go away because then we wouldn't have learned our lessons. We wouldn't have um, grown as Christians and we wouldn't be where we are today. So, you know, yeah, it's hard in the season, and you want it to be taken away. But at the end of it, just like all the hard things, you look back and you're so thankful it happened because things are so much better now than what they would have been. And it's always worth it to go through that pain. For sure. Yeah. Um, so what's life like for you two now? You don't have just Lily anymore. You have another addition to the family. Yep. His name is Lucas Allen Conrad Garretts. <laughs> and he is a stud and he's going to be the next inside linebacker for the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Shouldn't say it's like in fifteen years, twenty, years. <laughs> twenty years. He's going to enter the. He's going to be the youngest NFL player there ever was. Fifteen. <laughs> That's how big and strong he is. Yeah, he did come out pretty big. He's only a couple months old at this point, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, big boy, but you know, we have we have a house now. We have two incredible. Kids. We have an awesome marriage, and you know. And every day we're just reminded of what God's done and life's awesome. And, you know, we still have, you know, struggles in life, but no, we're perfect. we are perfect. We're just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> no, but um, life is good. And it's all because of what God did in, the, did in our lives. And we're just so blessed by that. And so thankful. Yeah. Um, if you could share anything with the audience, what would it be? take this one first a few things I would say um, the first thing is just watch for that complacency Mm -hmm. because that's what got us Um, those little compromises those things you know sometimes the devil works in one big way and then sometimes and a lot of times he works in a lot of little ways 
um, the little compromises because those are the ones you don't notice. They go unnoticed and, you know, it's just a little thing here, a little thing there. And then before Getting you know too it, comfortable with one thing and then yeah. another thing and then another thing. And then you're in over your head. Yeah. So I'd say, honestly, just watch to the complacency and just continue to focus on God. And every single day, just turn to God and focus on him. Um, and two, I'd say, you know, be willing to accept responsibility and, you know, really self-examine. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, it's so easy to blame other people um, in other situations and things. But to really allow God to work in you, you first have to examine yourself and see your flaws. Um, you have to and, be willing. Yeah. And just really to give those to God and let God work in your life and, you know, work things out. And then I just say, you know, look at the people God's placed in your life and, you know, and if there's not, then seek somebody out who has a strong relationship with the Lord and just allow yourself to be poured into and, you know, just be honest and just let those people invest in you and just keep your eye on God. And that's the best thing you can do. That's good. Yeah. Just, yeah, no matter what, turn to, turn to God because he'll get you out of anything. Zach and Kelsey, thank you for joining the show today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much. To recap, Zach and Kelsey were two people who believed in God and they started out dating after being friends for many years with the intention of keeping it centered on God and revolving that relationship around him. But, you know, little things happen, little compromises, and they began finding satisfaction in each other instead of God, finding that fulfillment in each other. And eventually their relationship became more about each other than it did about God. And um, they ended up having sex outside of marriage at a young age. Um, as we heard right before Zach was going to propose to Kelsey that found out she was pregnant and they actually ended up breaking up, did not see each other for many months. We're not together for a couple years. Um, and just the hardship of losing each other and, um, parenting, um, not as a one unit, but as, um, co-parenting together, not together, um, as a couple though. And just, um, how God took all of that though and still redeemed their story and made it this beautiful thing that I, I think people are going to relate to. Um, you know, having a child outside of wedlock and just the aftermath of that and doing that on your own and just the struggles and the hardship and loving somebody but not being with them. And anyway, it's an incredible story and I hope that God used it to speak to you um, as you were listening to it. So today you got to peek into the story of two people who went through a difficult situation. And um, if you relate to their story, and maybe even if you don't know what that situation is like, but you can relate to some of the feelings they were talking about, be encouraged to know that your story doesn't end with the difficult situation. It's a scene in your story, but it's not the end of your story. Next week, we'll have another story of redemption that will no doubt encourage you and motivate you as my friend Lindsay Barnett joins us and talks about her struggle with an eating disorder and being on the brink of divorce. Um, But thank you for joining me today and sharing your time with the three of us. 
If this podcast is something that is ministering to you or you think others might find it interesting, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. A review helps this podcast grow so that people out there who need to hear the story and message of redemption can hear it and know that they are not alone, but that God has an incredible plan for their life. You can find more information about me, read weekly devotionals, and find out what I'm doing around the web at www.brittanyrust.com. I'll see you next time.